Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to the award-winning Probably True. Please be aware that this podcast may contain strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I've never really been one for saying no to things. Food, booze, sex, anything, really. I'm like that little boy with his face smushed against the window of the sweet shop, just drooling at everything inside. Although, that's not a good idea for a grinder photo. Trust me on that. I don't know what it is, but whenever there's something in front of me that I want to put in my mouth, I struggle to stop myself just jamming it straight in there. As you can imagine, this makes me quite a lot of fun at parties, but not so much at funerals. Actually, speaking of parties, it was at a party a few years ago when I realised quite a lot of this. It was when I became aware of the fact that I've subconsciously developed the best possible strategy for socialising. Here's how I do it. I arrive at the party, do a lap of the room or the flat or the facility, say hello, show my face, you know, and then I go and automatically stand near the table with the food and the booze. It's quite handy because then I can talk to people as they come over to refill a glass or politely nibble on something. Well, I say talk to... Other people tend to do the talking. What I do is closer to stop eating long enough to ask a question, then see how much I can cram in my mouth before it's my turn to talk again. It works well, because after a couple of minutes of being sprayed by bits of crisp and sausage roll, they tend to move on. This is the best possible outcome, as it frees up more time for me to eat. And then, of course, another party guest will kind of orbit over and fill that space while they get a drink or something, and the whole beautiful process starts all over again. Circle of life, really. I used to be the same with sex, I guess. Well. No, not exactly. I don't get invited to that kind of party very often, which is a shame. I'd probably eat fewer calories over the course of the evening if my mouth was constantly full of dicks. For one thing, it'd be quite difficult to get any crisps in there. You know, I've cut my gums on a particularly sharp crisp before now. I don't want to think about having to pick shards of salt and vinegar out of some poor sod's bellend. No, what I mean by it being the same with sex is that for a long time, if it was available, I would indulge whether I really wanted to or not. I was eating and shagging because I could, which takes the fun out of both activities, to be honest, and neither's particularly healthy. Thinking about it, a lot of my teenage years were spent looking for anyone willing to let me have a go because, you know, that's how teenage minds think. Any chance to get squirty and grunty with someone, I'd be all over it, with quite a frightening degree of enthusiasm. Of course, even a teenage metabolism struggles with large amounts of food and cake. Not all of it's exactly my fault. The corner shop near my halls of residence used to do two tubs of Ben and Jerry's for a fiver, and I honestly don't think there was a week in my first year where I didn't take advantage of that offer. Part of me is quite perversely impressed by the amount of crap food I ate as soon as I was away from home. If it wasn't beige and pre-frozen oven food, then it was crisps or sweets or ice cream or something. Although, you know, I tried to stay healthy. I'd have a bowl of instant mashed potato with some gravy and a multivitamin tablet crumbled on top. That was eating healthily, as far as I was concerned. After a while, that sort of lifestyle takes its toll, and I did start to pile on the weight. And then, funnily enough, when I was in my early 20s, nobody really wanted to shag the angry, overweight guy with the beard and the weird hair. It didn't help that I was angry because no one wanted to shag me because I was so overweight, and this was an issue that I tried to bury under a couple more pots of Ben and Jerry's. Very much that circular life thing again. 
and because no one wanted to shag that guy and my self-esteem was pretty fucking low, I wasn't that picky. I'd happily take anything I could get. As the years went by and I got a bit of a handle on things and I kind of learnt how to flirt and I moved to London where you're pretty much elbow deep in gays all the time anyway, sex became a lot more available. And, you know, like a thirsty man coming out of the desert, I pretty much tried to drown myself in cock. Also, food in London's expensive, so I lost a little bit of weight just because I couldn't afford to eat that much. None of this Carrie Bradshaw, I couldn't afford food, but I still read Vogue. I just felt it fed me more. Bollocks. Shut up and have a sandwich, you skinny tart. As anyone who's worked in a bakery will tell you, eventually you get used to being around all those lovely cakes and things, and your appetite for them kind of fades away. But the same isn't exactly true of sex. Like, mentally and emotionally, you might not be that interested in anything like that, but physically you're ready to go. And I think that's the reason I've had quite so much boring sex in my life. It's not that it wouldn't have been fun by itself, but even the most pert, firm and perfectly shaped cake loses its appeal if you're eating it for every meal, as it were. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, moving to London and being surrounded by lovely men. Okay, yeah. Having had to make do for so long, and with some pretty solid self-esteem issues, I found myself shagging loads of guys that I wasn't that attracted to, but I felt like I should. Or I did just because I could, because, you know, they liked me, and that was nice. It was a kind of ego boost. It's a bit like biscuits, I suppose. Or cake. I drink a lot of tea, and I don't need a biscuit with each cup, but if there's a packet in the house, I'll damn well eat the whole lot. Not because I'm hungry, or even I necessarily want them, but just because they're there. In fact, there was a time when I'd buy a celebration cake, which had pink icing and a high heel on it, because why not, and I'd eat the whole thing by myself. I'd get it home, and I'd make a cup of tea, and I'd have a slice of cake, except that, you know, I'd have eaten that slice of cake before the kettle boiled, so then I'd cut another, but then I'd have eaten that before sitting down with my cup of tea, so I'd have to cut, like, three or four slices. With sex, it's a bit different. It's much less awkward to stop eating biscuits halfway through a packet and put them away for later. Guys get weird about that sort of thing when you try it with them. There would be times when we'd be shagging away happily, and I'd realise, quite suddenly, that I didn't really fancy the person I was boning. Like, he'd be there, and I'd be there, and I'd look at him, and I'd, I'd just not be into it anymore. And that's about the time I started to learn how to fake orgasms just to get it over with. And there's that feeling afterwards when you've eaten a whole cake by yourself and you feel a bit gross and regretful and at least the cake isn't trying to cuddle with you or make small talk or do something really irritating like breathing. And you don't have to find less than subtle ways of hinting to a cake that it's getting late and maybe the cake should leave. Now. And it's not just the slightly funny looking guys like me that do this. One of the most handsome and attractive guys I know recently realised he was measuring his self-esteem through sex. Because until you think about it, the best way to compare yourself is against who's willing to have sex with you. If it's a super hot guy that wants to shag you, then that must mean that you're super hot too, right? It took me a long time to realise that you don't measure love in calories or orgasms, certainly not self-love. It was a long time for me to realise that treating myself wasn't actually treating myself if you do it all the time. Eventually, I realised I was just doing it to fill some deeper hole inside myself, and you can make your own filling hole joke here. The key is to recognise the things that you're shoving into these holes, whether it's food or sex or booze or drugs or TV or drama in the office or whatever, and then stop for a moment and try to see what it is that you're really trying to replace. A good rule of thumb before ordering a massive dessert or opening grinder or taking home a random tart from a bar is to stop for a second and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Do I, in fact, want to do this at all? Ignore your salivating mouth and throbbing genitals, or your throbbing mouth and salivating genitals, whatever. Just think about the answer to the question. 
Do I want this? Why? Don't do it because you feel it's expected of you or because you think it'd be better than going home alone or anything like that. Make sure it's something that you actually want to do in that moment. Unless what you actually want to do involves cutting someone up and keeping them in a freezer. Best not to act on that one. Although, if the urge to kill is irresistible, let me know. I've got a list you can work your way down. This was Probably True, the award-winning storytelling series written and produced by me, the award-winning Scott Flashheart. If you like what you've heard, you could share it with your friends, leave a positive iTunes review, and sign up at probablytruepodcast.com. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad. Come at me, bro. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs>